Can you hear me in your head? Welcome to the Keep It Up Listen podcast where we discuss lifestyle, fitness, and motivation. I'm your host, Uplifting, and I have part two of building confidence in you and others with Miss Barry. And say hello again to the listeners. Hello. Uh, so we left off where we were talking about how you, your, your trek to uh, leadership greatness, I would say. Yes. You know, uh, I like to bring people on the podcast who have real life experience mm-hmm. and real stories. And I believe uh, you were in a leadership role uh, working in, um, I believe it was the mall, right? Yes. Before you even got into tech, right? I was. You were just in fashion. Uh, jewelry. Jewelry. Yes. And uh, just, just kind of, you know, give my listeners a little bit of. One, the thought process of um, getting into something you were unfamiliar with. Yeah. But then, not only that, but, you know, moving up the ladder with the next company. Yeah, so um, the company so the company that I was working for was in the jewelry industry. It was something familiar, you know, as a female, you know, earrings, necklaces, rings. It was easy to identify and help sell those items, but... Watching people that worked in the tech industry that also worked in the mall, it was always something that was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I always felt that tech was, you know, going to be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. It was going to be around for a really long time. Is it something that I jumped into head first? Yeah. No. I was absolutely scared of changing what I had been doing. Mm. Um, the fear of the unknown. Right. Was I going to be good? Was I going to leave this job that I have and start all over for absolutely nothing. And I think that there just comes a point where you have to believe in yourself yeah, and know that if you put in the time and the effort, you can make the best out of any situation you're in. Right. It's all about how bad you want it, not how bad everyone else around you wants it. So I had started in that job field mm-hmm. in an entry level position um, making significantly less money, about half of what I was making at my other job. Right. But I knew that it was for the the big, the better good here. I knew that I was going to become a key holder. Right. I knew right. that I wanted to be an assistant manager, a store manager, a right. trainer, go into market managing, whatever was the next level was what I was interested in. So I, like I said, started out very entry level. So you took two steps back. Definitely took two steps back. And uh, was there any other additional incentive on top of the just the basic pay, the entry level pay that like lured you to the position, or was it the opportunity for upside? It was. It was really the opportunity of upside to see a to see a job, to see a profession that we have already seen change so much mm-hmm. over the course of ten years. In my mind, what was what was that job going to entail in the next 10? Mm. Um, Forward thinking. Exactly. How are people going to use that technology in the next 10 years? Mm. Because in 2010, right. um, tech jobs, cell phones, right, right. beepers, pagers, right. you know, beepers and pagers, landlines were becoming the thing of the past. Right. We were at a point where we could have data on our phones. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what did that entail? What was going to be the next level as far as the technical world? Right. And I felt like there was a better long-term commitment mm-hmm. in a job like that that is going to be ever-changing every mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. fast-paced, 
than just selling earrings and necklaces. Yeah. <laughs> so I I know a little bit about that trek a little bit as far as you like working your way from the ground up there. Yeah. And like you said, moving from uh, entry level to lead to assistant manager and then surpassing a store manager and becoming a market manager. Uh, but then you, you know, things happened and you moved down here to Florida. I did. And, um, you had to start over again. How, how was that, uh, journey? Because did you come down here and just get right back into the technical field and just level Absolutely up? Or, not. Or, <laughs> and, you know, I, you talked about being scared before, like, you know, yeah. were you scared this time and how'd you overcome that? Um, when I originally moved down here and I had left the technical field, that getting back into the technical field was never one of my aspirations with moving to Florida. Yeah. Um, I wanted to continue going to college. Okay. I wanted to get certifications, um, an associate degree and something a little different. Mm-hmm. I wanted my life to kind of go in a different way. Yeah. And I ran into some people that were also in the same technical field. Right. And I could just see the work atmosphere and see the fun that they were having with each other, with right. themselves, the customers. It was a great time. Yeah. And in that moment, I had a flashback and I was like, God, I really love this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm good at it. I'm passionate about it. Let's not spend a ton of money on college right, and right, right, right. let's go back to it because when you're confident in something, you're confident in your abilities. Right, right. You know, I knew it was going to be different. Yeah. But... I knew that I had the drive to be able to succeed. You never thought about failure at all? Here? Um, Were you cocky? I wasn't cocky. Do uh, And another question is, do yeah. in, in your current position, do people, or, I mean, as you were moving up down here, uh-huh. have you ever come off as cocky? Do people think you're cocky? I think that people that have never worked with me directly, uh-huh would probably say that I am cocky. Do you rub it in people's faces? I do not. Are you very competitive? I am very competitive. What 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 sparks that competitiveness? Wanting to win. Yeah. Your glass is never half empty. It's half full. Mm. How are you going to fill it the rest of the way? Mm. That's for me it's, you know, a question that my regional manager always asks people when he interviews them, you know, for a manager position, for an assistant manager position, do you love to win or hate to lose? Mm. Which one is it? And the first time he said it to me, I was like, I love to win. Right. But it was like a question. I was like, but I also hate to lose. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, which one do you love more? And I was like, I hate to lose. Yeah. Like every day I'm going to wake up and it's going to be, how am I not going to lose today? And how am I going to win the day? Mm. But do you, do you think that's like an uphill battle though? Mentally sometimes like, how am I not going to lose today? Or is it you, you did allude to the fact that you said your cup is half full. Do you start your days like that? Like I've already won some or what is it? Do you just start from zero every day? Yeah. I think that... And you're that confident in yourself and your skill set. I'm that confident in me and my team. Mm. Um, I honestly couldn't be as successful as I am and as knowledgeable I am at this job without the people that I have worked around. Right. Um, different people have motivated me to learn different things. Mm-hmm. Um, some being learning more of the numbers aspect. Right, right. Some being more of the technical aspect. Yeah. 
Uh, I feel as though when you learn a good combination of both, that's when you're like a deadly weapon. Mm -hmm. So yes, I wake up in the morning and I know that I'm going to do great right. because I, I'm going to do great. I'm right. going to figure out a way to be great. That means I'm going to put in a 12, 13 hour day. Then that's what I'm going to do. If it means that I can leave it too, because I've established greatness by two and right. I'm on the right track, then that's what I'm going to do. So let's really get into it. You don't feel any extra competitiveness working in the field that you work in and being a woman at all? Um, that's kind of a loaded question. So Unpack it. I feel as though as a woman in the tech field, I definitely have a personality to overcompensate. I think that this is primarily a men-driven field. Mm -hmm. And as a female, mm -hmm. not only do you have to be great, you mm -hmm. have to be intelligent. Mm -hmm. You have to look the part. Mm -hmm. You have to be reliable. Right. You have to be timely. You know, I feel like we're scrutinized a little different mm -hmm. because this is a man's job. Right. Um, in the area that I'm in, I'll give you a rough example. There's... In between two areas, I'd say 25 stores. Of those 25 stores, there are two female managers. Hmm. So, so being in a leadership position, yeah. you also feel like there's that additional chip on your shoulder, you would say. Absolutely. And I feel like sometimes in the workplace at Borderlines, is she cocky? Right. Is she knowledgeable? Right. Or is she a bitch? Right. Like that's, we're going to call a spade a spade right. because the first thing that comes out of someone's mouth is, oh, I saw her. She's a bitch. Right. Right. But you've never had a conversation with me. Mm. Um, I really think it's just understanding where you are mm -hmm. in your life and what you're capable of consuming, mm. what knowledge you're capable of consuming. Right. Whether it be the numbers aspect, whether it be the customer service aspect, whether you're great at coaching individuals, mm. maybe I'm not great. Right. Maybe I can't sell technical information to people. Right. But maybe I can teach you how to do it. Mm. And I think that, you know, I, uh, I read the book, uh, 21 Laws of Leadership, and I did an episode on that. Mm -hmm. And it says that the sign of a great leader is the fact that you create more leaders. Absolutely. Um. In your role, how many leaders have you yourself created or impacted, and how were you so successful doing so? Uh, in the last 10 years, I could easily say 15 people, Amazing. like 15 solid people. Just There's definitely been other people mm -hmm. that I've got to move on. Right, but um, you directly 15 But directly 15 promotions. people, promotions. Wow. Absolutely. Whether it be from part time to full time to full time to management, mm. however it may have fallen for that person, I really think it's learning what motivates your people. Right. Um, not every person is created equal. But what about the coaching aspect? You mentioned that, and you said, uh, you know, you may not be the best coacher, but then you brought in teaching. Isn't that a part of coaching? It is. I think that being consistent with someone in things that they might not be as confident in for themselves right. and consistently having that conversation over and over and over again is going to help them become more confident in what they're saying. Right. Letting someone know that you are willing to invest the time in them. Mm -hmm. They are going to invest the time in you. Mm. So for myself, 
I've had women underneath me become successful. Yeah. I've had men underneath me become successful. Yeah. I've actually had more men than I've had women. Right. Which would seem strange because I'm a woman. Right. But the one thing that my staff, you know, will always say to anybody, anybody that's ever worked underneath me, is she's going to fight for me. Mm. I'm going to watch every aspect of their job. Right. And if anything seems a little funny, right. I'm the first one to pick up the phone and send the email and say, hey, this happened to so-and-so, and, so and right. this isn't right. This needs to be fixed. And they'll acknowledge. They'll say, oh, my gosh, that was a slight. I see it. It was incorrect. We'll fix it for yeah. you. But I'm going to do that for them. In turn, they're going to do anything that they can uh -huh. to be more successful because they know I'm going to consistently help them. Mm. I like this. I, li I like that you are, one, you're giving sound information. You gave a little bit of your history. And... Your confidence comes from the, your ability to create sound leaders. Absolutely. And I would definitely start my day with a bit of confidence if I know that not only am I going to work my butt off, but my team is going to also do the same. Yes. And I'm thinking, you know, if you're in an entrepreneurial role or if you're trying to move up in a leadership role at your company or just in life, right? Like yeah. this whole Surround podcast yourself. is about getting better and, and, and being better in life. And sometimes you need to bring people up with you, you know, or be able to have something to benefit the people who benefit you. Yes. Right. Surround yourself with people mm. that one are going to benefit you. Yeah. Who's going to help you, you know, let's say podcasting we're talking about. Since right. I know that's something you're very passionate about. Who's going to help you with your sound? Right. Who's the person that you can reach out to that is going to give you solid information and help you become better at that? Mm. Who's going to help you with cameras? Right. Who's going to give you that solid information? Yes, we can Google these things, right? Right, right. But having that one-on-one -on -one person, having that conversation with someone, it makes a big difference. Right. And for myself, I surround myself with people like that. Right. Right? I have someone that if I have a question about numbers or I think something's not calculating correctly, right. I am immediately calling them and I'm... I'm like, hey, let's talk about this. You have accountable people. Absolutely. And someone recently said to me, I figured you out. Mm. And I said, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And <laughs> right. he said, no, I figured out why you're so good at this job. And I was like, okay. And he was like, you have someone to call for everything. Mm, you know exactly who's going to help you with everything that you need help right. with here. Right. And I said, can't hate the player. Yeah. No. But, and, and that's the thing too, right? Yeah. Being able to identify gaps or weaknesses Absolutely. and being able to be, plug people in that you need and help elevate you or just keep you consistent like you talked about. Absolutely. And helping everyone else. Right. You know, it helps the people around you see who they can reach out to, who's going to help them become successful outside of our four walls. Right. You know, operations is an aspect of this job. Loss prevention. Right, right, right. You know, my associates, my assistants, they've seen me have these conversations. They've seen me email. They've seen me be consistent with these people. And they've also seen the results that the people that I surround myself have given me. Yeah, yeah. They've seen firsthand what it is to really learn your business and learn who's going to help you. Well, and well I, think that's, I think that's absolutely amazing. It seems like you're doing well. I'm I glad am. to hear that. I, I really appreciate you coming on the pod and finishing up part two. I know we had yes. to get out of here yesterday. We probably could have chucked this into one, but <laughs> I usually don't run these too long anyway. Uh, I always have one question that um, I give to guests when they come on, and it's what 
impact do you want to, what do you want your legacy or impact to be on the world when you leave? That anyone is capable of greatness. You didn't have, you, okay, let me, let me start over. You can become anything you want to become. Um, how your life started is not how your life's going to end. Mm-hmm. And for people that have known me since I was a child, to those who will know me when I am no longer here, I want them to say, she really got everything out of life that she deserved. Mm. She worked. She became successful. She has a great legacy with her family, with her children. I want them to just see that that's something that is very possible, that you don't have to have everything handed to you. Amazing. Being a prime example of what greatness is, huh? Yeah. Well, thank you listeners for listening. And as always, keep it uplifting. Make sure to like, comment, share, and most importantly, keep it uplifting. I want to thank you guys for listening. Please be sure to check out the site, keepituplifting.com, to stay in touch with all of us here at the podcast. We would love to hear from you, especially myself, the main host. But we would love to hear from you, any topics you would love to talk about. And we just dropped the Discipline shirts and hoodies on the store uh you can also reach that from keepituplifting.com the link to that will be in the listen notes as well just want to say we appreciate everybody who listens to the podcast thank you so much and always and always keep it uplifting